This Virginia Tech preview with Bud Foster edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the college football experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Hey folks, this is Bud Foster. You're listening to SGPN. Let's let it ride. Go Hokies, man. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner picks Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Oh, what a great episode! (laughs) What a great episode this is. I hijacked our feed. Yes, Virginia Tech preview, and we also hijacked the college. Football yeah, we are, this is a real treat. I finally got, finally bullied my way on to the college football experience <laughs> with Colby Dan, aka I, the Danta base. I was gonna try to get you on Temple, but you didn't show up just like their fans. Oh, oh wow! wow. <laughs> Kramer, my my phone wasn't ringing for Penn State, uh, Cal well. State Northridge. They're bringing back the program. Go Matadors! The Matadors are gonna have a football team. No, uh, that was a joke. Hmm. Uh, they don't. They don't. Their, their basketball yeah. team's not horrible though. Yeah. Look out. Once in a blue moon. I'll hit some threes. All right. Uh, here's the plan. We're going to be talking Virginia <laughs> Tech football. If you missed it, we also just uh, recently put out the ACC win totals podcast. So we got that. And uh, for this episode, we're going to kick it to an interview with Bud Foster, then come back, walk through the VT schedule, give out our play on the win total, and maybe some, maybe some maybe. future bets, Ryan. Maybe. 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 If it, I mean, I, I will say this. Uh, you know, Bud was talkative, so coach live wire, great guy, great guy, ready to run through a wall for him. Yeah, I mean, definitely I stay for, for the interview. In Our picks are secondary. <laughs> coach Foster is speaking. You listen. So we got Coach Foster coming up. Then we'll uh, finish out the preview of the Virginia Tech Hokies, and of course, if you're betting on Virginia Tech or any college football team, NFL team, NBA, MLB. Again, WinBet has it all. They just uh, they continue to add to the uh, college football NFL market. They just released for the NFL first quarterback with five touchdowns. That prop bet uh, that is a pretty fun one to get on. And uh, we're going to be discussing the uh, Virginia Tech Hokies win total, which is currently only at six wins over on WinBet. slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to get started today. Of course, new customers bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet. The Winbet Casino open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus. Yes, sir. And again, all available over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offers subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. 
We're also brought to you by Run Your Pool. That's right. Run Your Pool is the perfect place to actually run your pool. Pick them, Survivor, Fantasy Pools, they really have you covered. We're actually going to be running our own SGPN Survivor. We're going to be going head to head with not only other SGPN listeners, but SGPN hosts. Ryan and I are going to be in the pool as well. Colby, assuming he can figure out that you run your pool up platform, which is very easy to do. Patty C. Patty C. You know who I know will be in there? Yes. Definitely Nick Dan. Nick Dan. The yeah. better, the better. He's he's, uh, he's on the top of the uh, Dan uh, yeah. power rankings currently. And uh NFL Survivor. It's pretty awesome. We're giving away five hundred dollars cash and a gift card, two hundred fifty dollar gift card to the SGPN store. So again, sign up for our free um Survivor contest and then set up your own uh, pick them survivor fantasy pools, whatever kind of contest it's fully customizable. Just go do play dot run your slash S G P N that's play dot run your slash S G P N last but not least brought to you by odds trader. That's right. Odds trader is the perfect place to compare odds from all the major sports books, a uh, shop around, get the best codes, the best promos. And again, not only the best offers, but the best information, game day stats, player stats, injury reports, projected game day, weather odds trader has you covered live scores and bet tracking. All you got to do is go to odds trader.com slash blue wire. That's O D D S trader.com slash blue wire odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Joining us on the line, special assistant to the athletic director, uh, defensive legend from Virginia Tech, Bud Foster, Bud uh, or Coach Foster. Appreciate you uh, calling into the show. Well, you can call me Bud. I'm not coaching anymore, so <laughs> I, I appreciate. Now I, I appreciate you guys having me, and uh, you know it's that time of year. I kind of got a little, you know, even though I've been out of it a couple of years, this will be my third season out of it. I. I kind of got a little edge about myself, you know. And, I've uh, seen, I've seen, I see it in your shoulders. You look yeah. like our friend Colby over here when he's talking college football. And the hands come together. Looks like he no. wants to throw the shoulder pads on. Well, I, I'll lead off with this because I know you played safety and linebacker. I tried to find some visual evidence, but you were a neck roll guy, right, Coach? I was, believe Hell it or not, yeah. not, you know, and um, that was because I struck people so hard. You know, <laughs> um, I had to do something to. Uh, but yes. that was cool back in the day, you know, and you had that big neck roll and uh, yeah, I was a, I was a strong safety. And then we moved to the wide tackle six and I kind of moved up to, I was still a strong safety. I just didn't play very much away from the line of scrimmage my last couple seasons, which, which was probably a good thing, you know, for our defense. <laughs> was all said and done. Well, but it, um but no, it was uh yeah, the, I had to use that neck roll and I get some stingers and you know, but that was when you could hear a good tackle. Oh you yeah. Know? Now it's uh, it's a little bit different nowadays. <laughs> well, and so I mean, j- just jumping right into it, you got to be excited. Another former safety coming to coach the 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 team and coach Pry. I I got to imagine maybe you're a little bit more involved. I saw Coach Pry down there running drills with the linebackers. So how excited are you? How excited is Blacksburg for the change? Uh, for the commitment to Virginia, it really, I mean, as an alumni alumnus from across the country, so, so stoked for the changes and, and the, the optimism in the program. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I was with coach Beamer here for, uh, you know, 29 seasons and then had the opportunity to be with coach Fuente for four. It, it didn't turn out. We had three of those four years. We had a pretty good run, um, but there is a, 
uh, you know, there's a, um, I think there's a fit. And, um, and uh, I think Brent is a great fit for Virginia Tech. Uh, you know, he played high school ball in, in the state of Virginia. Um, when he left our place, he was, you know, my graduate assistant for three seasons. Um, you know, he always had his roots here, always recruited here, developed relationships here, and uh, understands that for Virginia Tech to be successful, the footprint of Virginia needs to be your footprint for football. And, and you know, and and um, and we have to cultivate that culture again. And you know, that's the one thing I will say this: not to bash Justin at all. I mean, he's a really good football coach and and uh, has had a lot of success. Uh, but I, I probably Brent's asked my opinion more in eight months than Justin did in, in six, you know, years here. And, and that, you know, and more Brent wasn't, you know, what he needs to do, but what do we need to do to get back in and, and, uh, in, in this state, number one, you know, he was at, at, at Vanderbilt and they, they had, a, they signed a couple of good kids out of here, um, went to Penn state, signed some really good kids out of, out of the state of Virginia. So he has ties. And I think that's really, really important for the state of Virginia because that's how Virginia Tech was built, you know, through the through the uh, uh, you know the high school football programs here. And we've got to get back to that. And he's made great inroads with that, but uh, we're just you know just at the beginning. But there's a new enthusiasm. There's an excitement. I think Brent really understands the. Um, it's not the culture of the program. Justin's a football guy, but. You know, understand the culture of the Hokie Nation, uh, Blacksburg. It, it you know, sounds you like uh, eat, you know, you go out to eat. People are going to, you know, take a minute of their time to come <laughs> yeah. over and say, "Hey, how's you know, how's practice going?" Or, "Hey, coach, we're really excited." You know, all you do it takes just a minute of kindness, and that goes a long way because it's a hard enough business as it is, and people are with you when you're winning. But you know, when you have a couple um, unfortunate games, you know you want them to be in there with you then too. And I think that's Brent's identified that, and and you know, and his staff, and they've been very transparent, very open, very um, um, you know uh, approachable. So I think that's a big, big part of understanding what the culture of. Blacksburg and the Hokie Nation also brings to this place. So you're saying that Coach Prize uh, been down to Big Al's a couple more time than Coach Fuente? <laughs> uh, well, know. I can't say that, but I do know this. You know, there's a there's there's a he's a different personality, and uh, and that's kind of what I'm saying about this being a fit place. You know, we had that with Coach Beamer. That was the one thing he always said: is say, hey, treat people the way you'd want to be treated. If you don't act special, you'll be treated special. And I think Brent's kind of, uh, uh, you know, understands those words and and the expectations of his role, you know, as the head football coach, you know, at Virginia Tech and what that means. You know, it entails a lot of things other than going out and winning on Saturday. Did you yeah. did you keep in touch with him as you know? I know he was your, your GA, but then he went about his career at all these other stops. Now, were you keeping in touch with him that whole time? Oh yeah, without a doubt. You know, I helped him get a couple of those jobs, and then you know early on, and then um, you know we've stayed in, in touch uh, and visited with each other <clears throat> several times over the years. He's actually stayed at my lake house on several occasions. Coming back, his family is, was living in Pennsylvania at the time, or in the in, you know, above, uh, above Virginia somewhere. And, 
he would pass through and spend the night and we'd listen to the Allman Brothers throw that as old CDs oh, yeah. and you know, oh, he's an Allman Brothers lover. If you guys <laughs> get a chance to, I know you probably talked to him. If you, if you have at least ask him about the uh, Allman Brothers, he'll tell you, he'll, he'll just go over, you know, their history, you know, but we've spent a lot of time together, you know, <laughs> in, in various ways, enjoying one another's company, but you know, also sharing ideas. And, and uh, the last time, we spent time together. It was before he went to Penn State. We went to, um, I took our defensive staff down to uh, Vanderbilt. I really liked, uh, you know, just looking at different places, but also places that would talk to us. And, uh, <clears throat> and they had a guy by the name of Bob Shoup was also uh, the assistant coordinator or co-coordinator with Brent and, and really probably kind of ran it at the time there. But um, I really liked their 30 package, what they were doing like on dime situations and third down and, and that type of thing. So we went and studied them for a couple of days and got a chance to take in Nashville. Brent and his wife, Amy, took us around, me particularly around a little bit. And so that was fun to, you know, hang out with them then. And then when he went to Penn State, they started recruiting in here a little bit more. I kind of, you know, we crossed paths. I kind of <laughs> gave him the you know, stink eye a little bit. You know? so, uh, uh, but no, uh, you know, I've, Brent, uh, I'm happy for him. I'm excited for him. I'm excited for Virginia Tech. He's earned this uh opportunity and and um you know i'll be his biggest supporter you know and uh i've been around practice a little bit i watch practice every day you know he's he's asked me a couple times to look at something here or there nothing scheme wise just more like drill work or some things like that to think if they can if there's anything they can do a little bit better so that's been pretty cool to to be involved that way and and uh to ask my ideas on a couple of of, of things and so you know um it, it's been good to at least be thought of and you know when uh, when they're making some decisions on certain and things. Ca and candidly that's where the optimism I think in the alumni base is coming from like for me I was there 2000 to 2004 when when it was at its peak and to hear that he's talking to you to hear that the other a lot the other players like guys like Eddie everyone that's played there every single great player has stepped out and whether it's the Fuller brothers or or Eddie Royal, like they're they're all kind of expressing that optimism, and and there's kind of been that story that's swirling around the the uh, of the the time that Fuente didn't kind of walk over and and say what's up to the '99 team. So the the contrast of those two things is really where the optimism is coming. So not to stick on the team for too much, Coach. We we do need an update on your retirement because that that's well, the important. Well, I will thing. say this: it's been good. I've uh, this off season though with COVID kind of slowing down. I did get some opportunities to do some consulting, which I really enjoy. Um, I enjoy talking ball. Everybody asks me, you want to get back into it? No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> you know, not so much that I don't want to do it because of the grind. You know, I do love coaching ball. Um, I talk, I love talking shop. I actually went just recently went to Marshall for three days. Their head coach, Charles Huff, who I think is really a young up and coming guy in the business you know, reached out to me and I spent three days. He gave me a list of things to look at and I walked around their fall camp and stuff. But, you know, I've been to different places and uh, done some Zoom meetings and different things like that as well. But uh, I enjoy talking ball. I don't have to worry about the results though. And I don't have that six hour <laughs> stomach ache on Saturday, you know, or, or Saturday, but, you know, or uh, Thursday the... nights or whatever. I don't miss <laughs> that part of it, but I do miss the relationships of being a competitor. I miss some of this stuff, but I've been doing that. We've traveled a little bit. Um, we are going, uh, so you guys, uh, this is what I get to do. Um, and we're going, uh, tech's going October 1st through the 8th. We play two road games. 
back to back. So I'm going to Cabo. I've never been to Cabo. Y'all have ever been to Cabo? Oh, oh he right, just coach. got let's, back. Let's talk about it. I just spent three <laughs> days in Cabo. Coach. Okay, I've never been. You need to tell me some hot spots. Oh, step one: just <laughs> figure out what kind of drink you like. Find a spot okay. by the pool and just relax. Other than that, okay. uh, total best tourist thing to do: go rent an ATV, rip around the desert in an ATV. Coach, you'll that love. That sounds it. cool. Well, I will we'll take a look at that right there. So. But, but it's but a I, town you know, to do I nothing. To do, I get to do that now. So you know that's the fun stuff. And fishing, I, I'm, I'm sure you're a, a man who lo- loves to fish. Cabo's got some all-time fishing out there in the deep seas. Well, my understanding is when we go, it's supposed to be marlin season. So uh, one of the guys that goes with us, he's he's asked about uh, anybody wanting to go. I'd like to go. My wife has shot me down on that. Uh, <laughs> she wants us wants me to hang around, hopefully by the pool bar. You know, that's kind of where I'm thinking. Uh, they got great spots. They got great spas there. Yeah. You can work out a nice deal. I, I have yeah. a friend that goes often. He highly recommends the office. It's called the office. <laughs> so check out that, but uh, it's a, it's a restaurant, but anyway, hold on. I want to know this. Look, you're three years out. Your phone's still buzzing though. Coaches are got to be calling you saying, Hey, do you want to get back into the game this summer? Did you get a lot of calls like that? Or? You know, I, I got, uh, you know, the only call I got, Oh, she's Larry Fedora reached out to me. And you know, with the USFL, huh. and uh, asked if I'd want to be the coordinator for the New Orleans Breakers. And, oh, uh, nice! You know, that was something. You know, he said, "Hey, it's going to be a really cool gig." You know, we uh, we don't you don't have to you just coach ball, man. Is all you do, you yeah. know. And uh, I said, you know, that sounds. I, I'd be interested in doing something like that. There, it's only eight games or whatever they played. And um, <clears throat> I said, but my only deal is I have a trip. To the British Virgin Islands, and it was like right in the middle of, uh, of uh, you know, like their preseason camp. And I said, uh, you know, I'd probably get divorced if I backed out <laughs> of that, that trip. You need that. You need that. No, he said, hey, I understand. I mean, enjoy life. I just reached out to you. I couldn't think of a better guy, which I was so flattered. Uh, and then I recommended John Tenuta because John was, you know, right down the hall from us. And, uh, you know, his boy was playing his last year here. And then, uh, so John was a, an analyst and, you know, he ended up, uh, taking that job and they did a nice job. I followed that league a little bit this summer, which was fun. That was the only thing, you know, Shane had reached out to me, you know, when he took the job at, at um, you know, at, at South Carolina, but, um, you know, I think uh, guys have been really good about reaching out and inquiring, but nothing solid, just kind of checking on me, make sure I still have my, if, if I'm in, if I'm enjoying this side of life <laughs> or if I'm itching to get back. And I think as soon as they hear my voice, you know, or see my face, it's like, well, I know what the answer is. You know? it, 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 I'm curious though. Like when you sit back on a Saturday that maybe the Hokies aren't in Blacksburg and you get to watch some other college football, maybe you see a Jim Leonard defense or something where you know, it gets you super excited. You know, is there a couple coordinators out there that you think are just, you know, remind you of you back in say the eighties or not early nineties? Yeah. You know, to be honest with you, I am a, I, I am a fan of, of college football, football in general. And um, that's the one cool thing right now is I get a chance to watch football. Um, you know, I watched the giants the other night on TV. I got a chance because I'll watch guys of you know, our teams, you know, our guys are on from our, our team are playing in the NFL. Um, I'll, I'll t- tune in on those games. Um, you know, I'm still, uh, you know, analyzing though, you know, uh, to pick a couple guys, you know, um, 
It's hard to say that, you know, there's, there's some guys I really think do a great, great job. You already mentioned one, uh, Brent Venables, who, you know, I'm really excited for him was a guy that, uh, I thought really was elevating, uh, our game defensively, you know, um, with how the offenses are attacking and things now. Um, but, uh, there's so many and it changes so fast and, you know, I'm, I'm not into the who's who link anymore, but, uh, I do enjoy watching college football. I do enjoy watching the rawness of it, the purity of it, the enthusiasm of it. Um, you know, but um, there's something special about college football, and, and I'm looking forward to the kickoff of this season. I really am. But I, I, I find myself analyzing it a lot, you know, like or looking at, okay, well, that guy missed his, you know, his gap. <laughs> missed his assignment. You know? What are you doing? Yeah, you know, you start, I start looking at that kind of stuff, but that's, you know, I can't get on the phone right now and get on and say, Hey, you know, your, your, your three technique got cut off, you know, or got 43 out. Get out of here. You know, Call so. him. Maybe you can work some of that with coach pride, get a radio into the uh, yeah, middle exactly. linebackers ear exactly. tidbit here and there. I will say this though, I'm I'm enjoying, you know, last year was the first time I got a chance to tailgate. So I've mm. always tailgated like after the game with my family that kind of hung around. Um, but everybody was kind of gone. So I got the tail end of beers. It was all kind of there's only a couple one, couple left. <laughs> none of the good, stuff, like of the good yeah. stuff. No, now I get to come early and you know, I get to I get to be all in, you know. And oh, that, that I must really be... enjoyed that part last year. Um, you know, and I'm looking for that this year. You so, know, the other thing I, I'm really involved in, uh, former player engagement. Uh, there's a gal, Samantha Stewart, that's involved in heading that up. I'm really the kind of the guy that gets all the contact information. That's one thing I've done over the years is stayed in touch with my guys and being here now 35 years, but 33 coaching. Um, you know, I I've stayed in touch with everybody and, and guys, I didn't have their contact information. At least social media allows you an opportunity to reach out to them and, and gets us reconnected. And, and uh, so I've been involved with that, you know, getting guys back. We had about 150 for the spring game, which was really, really cool. Um, you know, we've got a couple games this week, this year, I think it's BC and then the Georgia tech game are going to be some alumni games. So um, you're kind of really involved in that and, and trying to get our guy, you know, the rules have changed so much now with his name, image and likeness and what guys can do now. You know what what they can you know how they can be involved in the program how they can help and so we're doing some different things to get them and more aware and and involved and you know and, and coach pry is behind that 100 percent. i mean he understands that they were the foundation you know of building this thing and you know uh, and some of the biggest stars that they ever play here during a certain time frame but you know, they can have a big impact, you know, on this, on this future of the program as well. So, you, you know, he's, he's embraced this, you know, tremendously, which I'm extremely excited about. And I wouldn't, I didn't, I didn't think he would by any, you know, stretch or form, but he's really embraced it and really likes seeing these guys back and like seeing them in front of, you know, his current team. You mentioned the NIL. We got to figure out a, like a VT lunch pail endorsement deal that maybe you can be involved in as well. And, and, you know, bring back that, uh, the lunch pail defense. Well, I'd like to, I know, um, there's been, you know, a little conversation, you know, from the staff to see if there might be an interest and I would be more than honored if they would want to continue that. I mean, that's kind of who we've been. That's our brand. Uh, we got to get back to that kind of, you know, it wasn't that, that 
you know, the, the lunch pail made a, it did make a difference, but, but that was who our image was because, you know, we were going to come to, we were going to outwork, outplay you, out tough you physically, mentally. We were going to do it longer. We were going to be more responsible, accountable than the other team, you know, and that's just who we were. And everybody knew when we came, you know, you were going to play the Hokies, whether it was home or away, that you were going to get 60 minutes of this, you know, <laughs> and, and they were going to be relentless and and we weren't really going to beat ourselves. And, and that was, you know, that's what the lunch pail is about. It's a, it's not just a, a symbol. It's a toolbox, you know, and for what those players have and, you know, and the skill set that they have and everything it takes to be successful. But that's who we, you know, who we were and who we are. And we can't lose sight of that. And I, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see something coming back. But hey, if you guys want to help promote this, uh, promote a, uh, you know, the thing like with the lunch. Oh, pail, we'll definitely add it. Time out. You know? This real estate right here. This could be a. This is going to be a lunch pail when I can yes. get my hands on. One. Yes. I, I do want to ask because I've heard some. Un, I've heard some unverified rumors that Daryl Tap has brought a lunch pail. Into the Niner, into the an NFL locker room. A, I'm sure you're still in contact with Daryl. Uh, he's doing great things out there. But is is that? Do you have any uh, confirmation that he has in fact brought a, a lunch pad into an NFL I locker? I talked to Daryl just the other day. It's funny you bring that up. I did not <laughs> ask him about the lunch pail, or did we talk about that? Um, we talked about some other things, uh, but I tell you what, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. I mean, you talk about a guy. He's the only only player I've ever given the lunch pail to to keep, oh, you know. Wow, and wow. so uh, he understands. To me, we've had a lot of great players, uh, but he was the one guy that really exemplified what the lunch pail was about in all aspects of his life. You know what I mean? And and when I he was the first underclassman that I recognize as kind of our leader. And that's kind of before the season started. I always gave the lunch pail to kind of our top dog, so to speak. And he got it as a, as a junior. And I remember he stood up in our, our, our uh, unit meeting and uh, said, I'm going to keep this thing for the next two years. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's going to outwork me and nobody's going to outplay me. And you know what? He did that probably for every game, but maybe two or three in those next, you know, couple of years. And so at the end of the game, at the end of his time, I couldn't think of a, you know, he deserved that just because he made so many people around him better, but he, that's how he played in the NFL for, you know, 11, 12 years. And, and if you watch him, I don't know if you guys follow him on Twitter. He posted something the other day. He had a helmet on pretty much. And he's an assistant coach now. He's out there working harder than the dang players, man. You know? and so it does, it wouldn't surprise me one bit that he brings that, you know, particularly in the defensive line room, uh, and if not the, the defense, but it, 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 it can mean so much. It's a great symbol, not just for football, but, uh, you know, how to live your life in a lot of ways or how to run a business or, you know, how to do things. And that's the the big picture of the lunch pail. But yeah, I mean, you know, we do have a scholarship named after the lunch pail defense foundation It's given, uh, we do have a endowed scholarship. So that's an open-ended deal. So, you know, if we can keep this thing rolling, people can still, funnel money that way. And then who knows, we can get this NIL thing going and we can get oh, yeah. like the top line, you know, give it to the top defensive player. He can get 
Get a million dollars. Here's how it works. I just solved the problem. You just put cash inside the lunch. Yeah, pal. there you yes. go. NIL problem solved. You don't need the McDonald's bags. You know, they, and you know there, there's a certain amount of money. Those guys will be balling for that. <laughs> they will be balling. Yeah, know? I say we bring it back. I like the fact that uh, my first time at Lane was a Thursday night where West Virginia played at oh. Lane. I love seeing it on the schedule. And I think college football needs to not lose sight of these matchups like that. That yeah. game out of the whole schedule. When I look, I get super excited about that. Tell me what, what it's like Thursday night, West Virginia at mm. Virginia tech. Are you excited to see that on the schedule coach? Oh, without a doubt. Well, number one, I'm excited to see the us play West Virginia again. You know, that was, um, it was neat playing them. Uh, I guess it was 2017. We played them up at FedEx field, which was the first time we'd played them since Oh, about 2004, 2005, something like that. And um, so it's been a long, long time. And I have the utmost respect for that place, man. And, you know, and going against guys like Don Nealon and, you know, and then Rich Rod was there and doing some really good things. But, you know, I have, you know, that place reminds me of Tech so much as far as, you know, good, hard-nosed, well-coached, tough, you know, football. Uh, The fan base is very similar, very you know, passionate, very caring. Uh, but it's a, I think it's a great game. It should be a game that should be on our schedule every year. I, agree. I really do think this. And, uh, but then for us to, I know we went up there and lost a tough one up there last year. We kind of got behind and had a chance to win at the end. We didn't, uh, but to have those guys here again, but then have them on Thursday night, I think, uh, you know, Thursday, we kind of grew up ESPN and us kind of grew up together, you know, back in the day with, uh, uh, you know, on Thursday nights and to, to have ESPN back here and with a, a, a big time opponent and a, a long time rival, I, I, that's really, I'm, I'm going to be excited. I, I guarantee you this place is going to be rocking. Well, we, yeah. yeah, we saw it against North Carolina. I mean, that was the game that ended COVID. It was a packed house. The, the fans yeah. were jumping and people were reminded by ESPN how sick Lane Stadium is in the fall under yeah. the lights. So. Well, we got to get it back. You know, everybody's still talking about we've got the best entrance in college football. Oh yeah, and that's really cool. But for the next sixty minutes after that, <laughs> we got to be. You know, we got to play our tail off and represent that. You know, and that's the one thing that we did for a long, long time. And we got to get back to that. And you know, and I, you know, Brent, I'm really excited about. It. He's got a good staff. Uh, I like how they relate to the kids. I like how they're recruiting. Um, you know, he's really put together a, an army of a staff. I mean, from not just his immediate staff, but just his strength staff, his recruiting staff, particularly, there's just so many more people than what we've ever had before. And, uh, you know, but they're attacking this thing, uh, and they've hit the ground running. And, and so now we've got to, they've got to do it on the field, but I think it's going to take a couple years to be honest. Um, you know, unless we can stay healthy, I, I do like um, what we're doing offensively. I like the quarterback, what I've seen from him. Um, you know, I think we can put 11 on the field on both sides. It'll be you know, that we can compete, not just be, you know, relevant. We want to compete for championships. That's what we've done here. And whether we didn't, if we didn't win one, at least we were in the hunt, you know. And and so um, that's what we've got to get back to. But if you can put 11 in, early on in our career, like I can look back at 95 and 96, you know, we won back-to-back big East titles and, and beat Texas and lost to Nebraska in the orange bowl. But where we were different was we didn't have the, the quality of depth that they had at that time. 
And uh, but we did have about 15 guys on each side, 16 guys. You know, you might have had a third linebacker, or a third corner, or you know, a, a, a fourth, or, you know, or a, a third end that could go rotate. But luckily, we didn't have the injury bug hit us, you know. And then eventually, we got some, we created our depth to where we could roll some people in, particularly at our defensive line. And that's when you get to be really good. And, and I think we'll have a chance if we can stay healthy. If we get beat up in a couple spots, so all of a sudden and we can be scrambling or playing with some really young green, um, you know, guys that are, don't, are not very experienced at this level, you know, and understand how to play at this level at such a, you know, a high, at a high level at this level, you know. But uh, I tell you, I just, I like where we're at. Uh, and I'm, I'm anxious to see where we we are. I know we travel on the road and kind of a trap game at ODU, mm. and um, you know we just got to go down there and control. We can control and play Virginia Tech football, and let's kick this thing off and see where we are. You know? Yes, and let's go. And, and 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 Coach Pry's got to get a lake house, huh? Just like <laughs> you, man, right? <laughs> well, I will say this: he, you know, it's kind of cool. He uh, he did uh, he. Thir- it was I guess it was last Thursday. He went in the staff or the team room, and you know they were supposed to practice. He said he's canceling practice, and he took everybody to Clater Lake, which is kind of my stomping grounds, as you know, right down from Blacksburg. So, uh, Britt told me today. I guess they had a hundred and nine. Kids were there. That 107 of them gotten in the water. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> there you, know? you go. So <laughs> Sounds that, like a lot of fun. Cool. But uh, no, I tell you, I went down there. This kind of my watering hole too. There's a little marina down there that the guy looks out for me and takes care of me. We went down there, but he spoke very highly of how respectful the kids were and what a nice group of young men they were. So. Uh, now they need to get an edge as they get closer to this season kicks off here a little bit. Get a little edge. Get a little ornery. They need to start getting a little ornery now. <laughs> All right. Well, Bud, uh, appreciate your time and uh, best of luck with the season. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at Coach Foster VT. And uh, yeah, best of luck. Appreciate the yeah, time. I appreciate it, guys. And again, thanks for uh, allowing me to be on the show. I, I'm big fans of your guys and. Uh, so, but I'm I'm excited about the season. I'm looking forward to tailgating and doing a lot oh, of yes. fun stuff this, this Let's fall. go. Thanks again to uh Coach Foster there. Loved his energy. Loved uh what he brought to the interview. Guy must be drinking a ton of trade coffee. I know trade <laughs> coffee gets me amped up, fired up, ready to go, ready to run through a brick wall. I I I always uh, go for the high caffeine of beans. And that's the great thing about trade coffee. They give you custom beans matched to your specific coffee taste, your flavor, flavor profile. And the trade has just been dominating over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. That is insane. And again, I, I look forward to every day when I get a trade coffee package in the mail, the, the aroma is just bursting through the mailbox. I'm ready to run through a wall. Thanks to the trade coffee uh, and trade offer new subscribers, total $30 off your first order plus free shipping. All you got to do is go to drinktrade.com slash SGP more than 40. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee. You'll love that's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. Also brought to you by sleeper. That's right. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform out there. And you got to get involved on their new over under game. You can win two X all the way up to 20 X. The amount of money you put in uh, it's, it's great right now for MLB player props. I've been having a ton of fun there. Uh, if you already have sleeper, just click on the over under tab, uh, enter promo code SGP 
hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Get in, let's cash some tickets, two x all the way up to twenty x, and they're gonna have it built into their fantasy platform for the National Football League. Sleeper.com/sgp on your mobile phone, hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Terms, conditions, sleep. See sleepers terms of use for details. And emas that means and more. And I learned that from Babel. That's right, Babel is. The language learning app uh, that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. It's addictively fun and it's a great way to learn. I, again, I got yelled at a ton by my uh, high school Spanish teacher, kind of turned me off to it. But uh, I've been traveling to Costa Rica a bunch. My wife uh, learned Spanish over the pandemic. I've been getting into uh, learning Spanish more and more. And it's nice to just have uh, a little routine. And it's really, uh, Babel is great for that. They got 15 minute lessons perfect way to get started. You can also say like, Hey, I, I got a trip coming up in two months. I need to know some basic uh, Spanish or whatever language it is. Italian, uh, German, French, whatever it is. They have 14 different languages. They also have speech recognition technology to help improve your pronunciation and accent. That is always, I've always struggled with that the most. So Babel has <laughs> been uh, great for that right now. You can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babel.com slash SGP, that's B A B E L.com slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. May Encanta Babel. For you guys who haven't taken Babel's Spanish classes, that means I love Babel. Last but not least, Elias. Oh, man, this is awesome. How have you not downloaded the Elias Game Plan app yet? It is the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Just cashed a uh, nice ticket on the New York Jets preseason game because yes. Hashtag Dejans only. I got a bunch of good nuggets from the Elias game plan app. And you know Elias, you're like, hey, that name sounds familiar. You've probably heard their stats quoted a billion times from the Elias Sports Bureau because they are the official statisticians for uh, a bunch of uh, US pro leagues, including the NFL. And again, what's cool about Elias, it's not some algorithm supercomputer, it is. Uh, actual statisticians coming up with this information, combing the record books, running the uh, running the different uh, programs they do to kind of pull out the best nuggets for fantasy, for gambling. And again, I love the information they have. Um, it's it's really been helpful I'm using it a ton. And again, get started today. They have a ton of uh, free app, free features going in the app as well. Elias Game Plan app today. Make sure you download. Get ready. For the NFL season, get it in the App Store or the Google Play Store today. Uh, statisticians, I think, would be the way. Statisticians sounds like uh, one of those, like what is that, like a makeup <laughs> artist or something like that. Statisticians, uh, statisticians. Uh, yeah. All right, there you go. Well, that's what Babbles for, though, right? Pronunciation. There you All go. Right. I'm ready to get the lunch pail going, guys. By the way, if that we was a great a, idea by me. If we yeah. can get a lunch pail, please. Let's, we'll have to let's talk to Jake. <laughs> get a, we'll collaborate with with Bud on getting his lunch pail into the the, the merch store. Well, All right. with, with nil, we can have our own college football team, guys. By the way, the cash in the lunch pail is really Genius. a great nil Genius. promotion because uh, it's both blue. Co- I mean, it's blue collar to have cash too, so it's like a double entendre. All right. <laughs> Uh, we are here to speak of only Virginia Tech. The rest of the ACC we've already covered. Yes, 
the crazy coastal once again. As uh, Coach Foster wasn't super high, I'll be honest. I was I was very optimistic. I, I loved his comment about how uh, maybe Fuente didn't talk to him this much in in five <laughs> years. That 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 felt. Like it was it, funny. He clearly <laughs> just went. On I mean, a, I, not that I really wanted to be talking, but you know, <laughs> he he's talked to me in these past few weeks more than uh, Justin Fuente, and I love Coach Fuente. He talked to me the entire time. It's like, wait, weren't you his defensive coordinator? He didn't talk to you. Isn't that wild? Yeah, he's he's running like a Chip Kelly like yeah, <laughs> but weirdness that, over there. Sean, but. that's what it was. It was very. But he did say he liked the quarterback, and I do too. Yeah. And I know that you know it's, uh, some people have debated how, if he could be successful on the the he, power five level. I think he really can. He was clever to compliment the kids while pointing out that the uh, they they've they have they're they're thin. It's a new coach, so you you have the 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 the, the normal. And I'm sure Colby's going to update us. I'll give us the number real quick. Uh, they're sitting at six, which is the lowest win total I can remember uh, for a Hokies pretty team. Pretty even, pretty even juice, but, right? But or? you know, I think that blindly, if you're saying it's six, um, I'm which it is, six. it is. Uh, they still have the best home field advantage in the coastal. Like go through the teams. What what's another team? So wait, in, he was he was referring to uh, Grant Wells, right? Yep. Yes, he, Grant yeah. Wells, the Marshall transfer, Conference Guys, USA Freshman of the Year, Grant Wells. Yeah, and he threw, uh, year one, eighteen touchdowns, nine interceptions. Last year, sixteen and thirteen. But there was a coaching change. I've been impressed. I remember the first time I saw this kid play. I said, "Whoa, he's got the it factor," and that could be a big the thing. Big, the biggest thing that popped when I was watching the tape, aka the spring game, which I wasn't able to watch, uh, thanks to Justin Fuente for five years. <laughs> Shout out to Coach Pry for bringing it back again. Fo- Coach Foster said 150 former players were down there. What like what was Fuente doing? Head up <laughs> his ass. Um, the biggest thing that that I that I uh, took away. Um, from watching Wells was the way, I mean, he's one of those guys that's not supreme athlete like Braxton Burmeister, but he's, he works his legs well. And I think he'll need to do that. So, you know, obviously people will come in with the stock comment about the turnovers, um, but they're going to be playing a different style of ball, right? Like what were they running over there? Well, he was at Marshall th- within two different coaches, Yeah, but two what, different coaches, but, but yeah. stylistically, it's not going to look the same as what it's going to look like in Virginia tech. So Again, the spring game takeaway. He he was a fun quarterback. Uh, I, I mean, he was always going to be the starter, so this isn't like shocking news. There wasn't a real competition going on, but they have some depth at the quarterback position. And to to your point, Colby, and and uh, like we we say so often with these college teams, it so much comes down to the schedule. And while they do have uh, a two separate road spots, two separate back to back road spots. And and as Coach Foster pointed out, a trap against those filthy monarchs of Old Dominion, Sun Belt, brand new to Sun Belt, brand new to the Fun Belt. Uh, I do think that they have enough winnable games uh, to to at least have some optimism that they're not going to suck totally this year. Because I think if you just objectively looked at the roster, it's tough. Well, he obviously he's he's alluding to this. He's saying the depth of the roster. Yeah, he says enough, if yeah. they get hit with the injury yeah. bug, they're going to be really in in trouble. Colby, you mentioned uh, Temple football earlier. What about Temple transfer uh, oh, Jaden wow. Blue in the receiver room who had 95 catches, wow. 1067 yards, and four scores in 2019? <laughs> What's happening? I here? think that yeah, I know. What's going on? He's going to his, his, his. You got your season ticket package for oh, 120 I, bucks for I got Temple. Some, I got some nuggets. Uh, no, I think that's a good get. They're going to obviously need that. Trey Turner's gone. Tavian Robinson is gone. Yeah. They do have what Caleb Smith coming back, but that's just 20 catches from the season before. The offensive line, though, I think is the the 
gigantic X factor here because lost the, three offensive linemen. Yes. Right? Can uh, I tell you why I'm to not, the NFL? Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you why I'm not overly worried? Uh, yeah, I'm worried, and they'll be good in the future. But they did bring in the best offensive line coach in the country, former Wisconsin offensive line coach uh, Joe Rudolph. So, so having him in the house makes me optimistic. When I hear players being quoted, when I hear beat reporters saying things like the players are like going out of their way to comment how much more they're learning, especially the offensive line rooms. They're learning so much more about football than under the, under the old regime. I mean, it lines up with what coach Foster was saying. Like Fuente just was, he was doing it his way and it turned out his way sucked. And so now we got a guy coming <laughs> well, also in too. Like their, their offense was 12th in the ACC last year. So even if they can just get up to like top 10, Burmeister uh, defenses, was horrible. Like yes. th- th- there was a lot of situation, you know, there, there's just a lot of stuff that, keeping Blumwork. Uh, he's a fun guy. He's kind of a Colby. What about he, hold on, Sean? He, this is funny. He won the teammate of the, of the, of the, of the spring award, which almost sounds like a most improved player, a uh, <laughs> former quarterback. He's transitioned to tight end, uh, which is a transition we've seen before from Virginia tech quarterback greats, uh, Logan Thomas. So I don't know. I think, I think do you, like any sort of optimism here is purely that this coaching staff is going to create a better product than the, some of the parts, you know what I mean? Like that's the yeah, I mean, I, I think it's I the think, only case. Well, and I think that's the coastal, so I, it makes a ton of sense for me to play the over because you have no idea who's going to win these games. Yeah, Miami's well, overrated. We just talked about this yesterday. They're like USC or Texas. I'll every recycle year. it from the ACC episode. But all seven teams in the coastal have won the division over the last eight seasons. Yeah, so it's Sean, like the NFC. Yes, now they exactly. didn't play. They didn't. They didn't have divisions during COVID, so I scratched twenty twenty. But since twenty thirteen. Every single team, seven teams, Sean, in eight seasons have won all won the division. So I, I why not, right? Like to Colby's point, great home home edge. You yeah. know, you got some question marks uh in some of the other programs, specifically, new coaches, et cetera. Miami with hype, et cetera. I mean, all of it. I can make a case. You go one by one. I know this isn't the ACC preview, but Miami, you know, depleted at wide receiver, mm. new coach. Uh, their fans never show you, up in that stadium. Then, yeah. then, then you go to uh Pitt. Well, Pitt. I mean, Narduzzi got rid of uh, his offensive coordinator after the, their their best season ever, and he's been talking foolishly about the guy. And it's like, dude, he won. He won. Yeah, you had a Heisman contender. You had the first quarterback off the board, and you had a top. You won the ACC for the first time ever, and uh, you're bagging this guy. Uh, it, it makes me wonder about he wants to go back to ground and pound. Look, and I love ground and pound. Look at the shirt, but I'm saying fade Narduzzi. Uh, he's it's still in the notebook. So I, again, right? Like <laughs> you, you, Miami chokes, uh, Pittsburgh chokes, North Carolina, North Carolina already chokes. got hit with the injury bug. Uh, so you Mac can go Brown one is, by one. Mac Brown's just a recruiter at this point. Clearly can't coach football games. But, like but, look at, look at Sam. Howe. went from a top prospect to a fifth round pick. I mean, just horrible what he's doing to his players over there in North Carolina. <laughs> then you have UVA. You did also like him for rookie of the year though. <laughs> UVA, I love him for rookie. Of the year. UVA has the most exciting quarterback in football. Yeah, don't right. don't go after Brendan Armstrong. Yes. But they have they have the wrong new coach, and that that, that that's going to hurt. They, they, All right, they, let's let's Clemson's offensive coordinator. Is <laughs> let's not see. Extended. Can we get the, can we get him the six? All right, futures real quick. Conference fifty five to one. That's probably silly. Division ten to one. Yeah. Games in Blacksburg under the lights. All right, at <laughs> old ODU. Dangerous. Dangerous game. But ODU's well, and but but. 
I would say this. At least it's already on their radar. Like Coach Foster is saying, "Oh, the ODU trap game." When and, you're, and ODU just uh, their their OC just resigned. And when you're that's which is not a good thing. And yeah. when you're, you know, when you, when you're a new coach and you're trying to win back the state of Virginia. And your first road game is out to the seven five seven, where the, the richest of talent come from. You got to show out. This is how you start winning the state back. You go out there and you bend ODU over and Nat, you take yeah. it from them. nationally and televised game. This is a very interesting yeah. one because of Ricky Ronnie. Friday night. Ricky Ronnie's the head coach of Old Dominion. He was the offensive coordinator at Penn State. You know who the defensive coordinator at Penn State was? It was Brent Pry. Brent so you're going to see. Virginia this, Tech yeah. is an eight and a half point favorite against Old Dominion. I, it, this reminds very well could of, be a uh, win but don't cover situation. Reminds me a little of the uh, day. Uh, I think it was your wedding day, Sean. Uh, Old Dominion uh, won outright. That was in Blacksburg, I think, too, right? Or no, where was that? Cowards. Yeah. All right. So at, at ODU trap game, watch out. Then you have Boston College at home. That's, That's you know. I mean, you guys have a history. Of of the uh, Boston College got Matt one of the Ryan better quarterbacks yeah, next yeah. year, Phil Jerkovic. Well, NFL quarterback <laughs> coming yeah. to town. I, Jerkovic could very well be the number one pick um, if things go well. And again, you know, something we you know we discussed in the ACC preview that there's some quarterback talent in this conference still uh, that has uh, experience. The best. That has experience. quarterback play in the country. Yeah, that has yeah. experience, which is generally a key indicator there in college. Then we have uh, the Wofford, Woff, Woff, the Terriers. Uh, not a bye week for unlike Stanford, uh, Virginia Tech choosing to play a, a tough FCS opponent like Wofford. Then we head to Thursday night, West Virginia. So maybe the Wofford game, a little look ahead. But then we have West Virginia under the lights Thursday night. That is going to be that's going to be a moment. And Just that's mark- out of conference, right? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have one more. You have Liberty, right? Okay. Yeah, because Boston forget, College. Yeah. So mark your calendars. You're going to want to check out the uh, the intro because obviously it's going to be lit. The, the last time. Uh, that's the game I want to watch most on this whole schedule. It's just like yeah. like Coach Foster said, it's a rivalry that needs to be on the schedule every year. Then we have at North Carolina at Pitt, tough little back to back. So what do we, what do, we got? do this by months? Do this okay, by months. So, September, so September at ODU, home to BC, home to Wofford, home to West Virginia on a Thursday night. What are we really four and zero? Just go in there. Just go in. Which there. game do they lose? I say I say three and one. They're gonna fuck up. They lose to Boston games. College. <laughs> Three and I'm gonna say three and one. Someone will get them, right? Four and zero. Fuck you, three Coach Pry, baby. Let's go. <laughs> All right, then October what? At UNC, at Pitt, home oh. to Miami, uh, oh. and then and then a bye at week, it. and then at NC the State. Onions for Virginia Tech to put Miami as their homecoming game. I love the fucking swagger. I like Fuck the turnover chain. The lunch pail they is retired greater. The chain. They they should bring it back. So they what are we doing here? Steal it. Can they go the two and two? Pail. I'm t- I'm asking Colby because <laughs> I'm thinking one and three. Oh man. I Which think I'm three road games. I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. It's possible though. That's what I mean about the ACC. Well, anything's yeah, possible yeah. Colby. Well, I'm saying more so than other conferences. You look at Vanderbilt's schedule, you look at, you know, uh, some other teams are just like these games are a lot of 50, 50 games is my point at North Carolina, North 50, Carolina 50 50 lost their yeah. starting running back for the season. They lost their starting wide out till, till uh, I think like Halloween. Here, here's what I'll say. I think they lose NC state. I think at Pitt's a very losable game. It's not a place that the Hokies generally do well, but Miami coming to Blacksburg is something that they handle. Well, Miami coming to Blacksburg with expectations. This is something that ha- they no, handle. I, well. I think this will get. be a night game. <laughs> If Coach Prize powers are real, this will be a night game, and it, things will be lit. Uh, two and two. 
I'm so gonna I, got go, I'm six, gonna go. I got him six and two so far. I got him four and four. I went one and three with, with <laughs> so they've already hit their win total. I'm going one and three. So yeah. four and four. But how about this? Two You're kids. not dead to no. win what, the eight. No. Finish, finish out. Finish well, out well, November. November, I love the schedule. Yeah. Home to Georgia Tech. Win. At Duke. Win. At Liberty. Watch out. Win. Watch out for Hugh Strip Club Liberty. Freeze. Uh then home to Brennan Armstrong and the Virginia Cavaliers. Yeah, but, so but three Kobe, three and one, right? Kobe, read between the lines. Four, no. Coach Pry has been saying one thing. We have to win Virginia. We have to win back the state of Virginia. I think I saw that they don't have a single player in the top fifteen players in Virginia locked up for twenty twenty three. You go to you go to the seven five seven. You have a game in Lynchburg against the. Uh, Watch uh, out, man! I'm I, just I hear saying. You. I think Hugh Freeze X's and O's wise is a better coach than most. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But the these are these are important games for Coach Pry. He's not going to sleep into them. Th- th- these are 100 percent statement. I'm saying four now. I'll, I'll go four now though. And then they have UVA at home, and you know, feel free to pick UVA. Uh, they've they've won once in what 19 years. Chris Long wouldn't even trade a Super Bowl for a, a co- to touch a Commonwealth Cup. Eight, eight and four, eight and four is what I so got. So I'm gonna finish out four and zero, back to back road spots. They'll find a way to get it done. Actually, you know what? I'll be conservative. Three and one. They go nine and three. <laughs> I'll go three and one. I got them at seven and five, and I felt like I was a bit more realistic. Yeah. Uh, this is a very easy you, over. six and six. You're pushing. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that could. Was that how it works? No, 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 I'm just walking it through. Push I protection. Mean, five and seven, I think, could be their floor because I do think they're gonna win some of these games. Ten to one to win the coastal seem because I'll put it this way: Georgia Tech and Duke are the two teams that don't have a chance. And so, if you chop them out, Virginia Tech is the lowest, lowest or the the highest, the longest odds to win the division. And honestly, like as much as it pains me to say, you probably just take Virginia and Virginia Tech because, like Colby mentioned, Virginia might have the best quarterback. Uh, they have the best schedule. Virginia has the best schedule. Other than having to play Virginia Tech at, on the road. Yeah, but I mean, we can talk about it on the ACC when their schedule is. Yeah, we'll get into it. But it's unbelievable. We, we did already yeah. get into yeah, it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Colby. But yeah, I mean, I think. You guys tried to throw your shade, Colby. What was your record? What do you mean? I said they're seven and and four. Eight and four. I said nine and three. (laughs) Is that too much? No, Coach Foster's going to be on the fucking sideline, dude. You hear what's going on here? No, I'm high on the program. He's in. You don't need to bully me into Coach. I have. Did you hear the way he said? Coach (laughs) probably had me come by practice and take a look at a couple things. Not scheme. No, 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 not scheme. Just drills. He's throwing on a helmet. By the way, neck roll guy. I'm I'm oh, very aroused. That. I'm aroused. Back when you can hit people. I told to Colby if he if he says no, I wasn't a neck roll guy. I'm gonna be very disappointed. But Brian he, was really like, and so you're definitely a neck roll guy, right? <laughs> it's like Colby when we get one of these like spring football guys on. Okay, just just say you were neck roll, right? Okay, all right. That How, guy. How's uh, Cavante Turpin looking, guys? Huh? Uh, he had a kick return and a punt return for a yeah, touchdown. Unfortunately for yeah. the Dallas Cowboys, the good news is they probably uh, I thought they couldn't play. I thought that was a wasted league. I thought they weren't very good. He's better than a Giants wideout probably right now. Oh wow! All right, Colby, what are you? Canarius Tony's in the studio right now. <laughs> the Joker is working on his latest rhymes. Yeah, it's important. All, all right. right. That's give that. me the over all day. I like it. All right. You took, you bullied us into the over, Ryan. I hope you're happy. Uh, shout out to uh, Bud Foster again. That was a lot of fun having him on. Hey, toss us a nice uh, rating and review and screenshot it. Uh, submit it to Apple Podcasts or uh, any other place you can review the show. Screenshot it, submit it. And how do you submit it? You just open the SGPN app, click on Merch Monday. There you go. 
got a chance to win a $50 gift card given away every Monday, AKA merch Monday. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green. He's Ryan. Virginia tech received no votes in the top 25 coaches poll. Fuck you. Kramer. Let it ride.